Welcome to So We're Late Podcast, where guest speakers visit every Thursday night. Don't forget to follow for new content every week. To experience a full encounter with Christ, visit Holy Name of Jesus Catholic Church at 1977 West Jefferson Boulevard, Los Angeles, California, and call 818-745-1771 or visit SoWe'reLate.com for more information. Now, as we move on with our speaker, if there's an event, a Catholic event happening in LA, you're probably gonna find this guy there, okay? He's, he's, he's everywhere. You know, I, I look up every stream, he's there. Come on thir- Sunday night or whatever, Jose Alvarez is preaching. So it is a pleasure to introduce Jose Alvarez and he's gonna lead us into Counsel and baptize of the Holy Spirit. All right. Amen. How are we doing? Okay, so I'm going to talk about the gift of counsel. How have you guys enjoyed this? Uh, not a retreat, right? This is a vigil. Amen. How's the vigil been for you? Honestly, I'd rather be where you are listening, but I get to share. That's fun as well. Amen. Amen. So the gift of counsel, I guess they asked me to give the gift of counsel because I'm a therapist and uh, I work right around the corner from here. Um, Today, one of my clients was telling me that his ex-girlfriend broke in his house and uh, hacked his phone and uh, shot him with lasers and all kinds of crazy stuff, right? So I have a very interesting life. I'm like, okay, wow, that must be difficult, right? Um, But, you know, more than likely... He was, he's been using meth. So um, sometimes it's hard, right? Um, you know, I thought being a therapist, I'd sit in an office and, you know, people would, would, would come. I didn't expect necessarily to be uh, out in the hood, counseling people in alleys and stuff like that. But it also stretches me, right? It also, it's different, right? It's working with people that are like struggling, right? Amen? Amen? So let me start off just reading some things, right, on the, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. The first thing I want to say is the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. Can anybody help me? Where do you find them? In Isaiah chapter 11, right? Verse 2 through 3. Isaiah chapter 11, you'll find the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. Now, in 1 Corinthians 12, 8 through 10, you'll find what are called the charisms of the Holy Spirit. What are they called? The charisms. Then in Galatians 5, chapter 22 through 23, the letter to the Galatians, you'll find the nine fruits of the Holy Spirit. Now, can somebody help me? Which ones are more important? The gifts, the charisms, or the fruits? They're all important, but I would say the fruit of the Spirit is really, really important because when you start maturing, when you start walking with God, right, you start to put away some bad habits, right? You start to mature and you start to display the fruit of the Spirit. Meaning, like when I used to, when I started in church, right, I had a lot of uh, selfishness and I was easily offended. And as the years went by, right, I started to change. Amen. How many of you guys have changed? As time has gone by, right? The fruit of the Spirit, right? Amen? Amen? Okay, so um, let me read this right here. It says, the gift of counsel 
is to render an individual docile and receptive to the counsel of God regarding one's actions in view of sanctification and salvation. So basically, the gift of counsel helps you to know if you're walking in the right path, right? Amen? Um, and also, in, in my own personal experience, right, uh, I'm an alcoholic, right? What does that mean that, like, I have an issue, right? I used to have an issue with alcohol. And sometimes the, the gift of counsel, I remember the reason I stopped and have 15 years I was about to join a ministry and this brother named William Portillo, I don't know if anybody knows William, uh, he came up to me, he was in charge of the ministry and he said, he said, what do you think about alcohol? And I said, well, I drink on weekends once in a while. And he came back and he said, I think you should give it up. And I kid you not, it was that simple. Since that day, I haven't drank again. Um, and one of the issues, one of the reasons I felt like God was telling me, right, that he didn't want me like, uh, uh, serving and preaching and teaching and then uh, on the weekend right maybe uh, I, I had a little too much to drink and I got on social media and I, I portrayed myself in a negative light right now that's just me maybe you don't have an issue with alcohol maybe this is not necessarily you I'm just saying for me the counsel the gift of counsel encouraged me to give up this this vice or this habit right Okay, so it also says, um, individual acts as good. Okay, the council is made in one's own personal sanctification. So like I was telling you, this was personal to me, right? God was telling me to give up this, this habit. And then it says, therefore, this gift prompts the person to ask himself, will this act lead to holiness? Will this act lead to heaven? Uh, going to my second slide, it says, clearly this gift is linked with the virtue of prudence. However, while the virtue of prudence operates in accord with the reason, as enlightened by faith, the gift of counsel operates under the guidance of the Holy Spirit. So this counsel is always, uh, how can we say it, uh, inspired by the Holy Spirit. Consequently, the counsel may be that which reason would not be able to give an explanation. And one example is Maximilian Kolbe. Anybody heard of Maximilian Kolbe? Saint Maximilian Kolbe, what did he do? Okay, good, but there was one thing, uh, he, was, he was in a prison, right, and they called somebody's uh, name to give up his life, right? And then what did Maximilian Kolbe do? Okay, amen. Maximilian Kolbe. Now, on the other side, somebody could say, but wait a minute. We need him to be in that prison, to confess other prisoners, to lead them in the Catholic faith. But the gift of counsel, according to what was written, uh, um, uh, inspired him to give up his life. Amen? And to let this other individual who probably had a family uh, to continue living. Amen? Amen? Okay, now let's go to Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. Normally, uh, 10 minutes, okay, gotcha. Uh, normally, this scripture is read around Christmas time, right? Isaiah 9, verse 6, and it says, for, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. How many of you guys know Jesus is a king, Amen. 
And his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. The word of the Lord. Now, so the Bible tells us that Jesus is a wonderful counselor, right? Amen? How many of you guys know that with today's modern psychologists, you never know what you're going to get? I work with people and, you know, some of them believe some odd things, right? Some of them believe in new age philosophies and things like that. And really things that have could be dangerous to your soul. And many times, how many of you guys have ever had an issue a problem, a situation. And one of the things we do, right, we pick up the phone, we call a friend, and we try to get advice, right? But many times, unfortunately, even for me, even though I walk with God, sometimes the last place or the second place I look is Jesus Christ, right? I call this person, that person. Sometimes people don't uh, pick up the phone, and then you start experiencing frustration, and you're like, man, where's everybody at? And then finally, right, I go to the Blessed Sacrament. I get on my knees. I like to go to Brenda uh, uh, Galindo's church, which I don't know if you know where she goes. She goes to St. Joseph in Hawthorne. Wonderful place because they have the Blessed Sacrament, right? Every single day exposed around, uh, I think, 5 o'clock, right? And I go there, and I get into the presence of the Lord. I get on my knees, and sometimes the very thing that I was struggling with as I talk to Jesus, as I get into prayer, the answers come, amen? And I start to feel a peace, and I'm like, man, why didn't I think of this first, right? Why didn't I come to Jesus? And the Bible tells us, seek first the kingdom of God. And as a man in the flesh, sometimes that's the the, the, the second place I go to, right? Unfortunately. But Jesus is a wonderful counselor. Amen? Let's give the Lord a round of applause. Now, there's an interesting passage if you go to Luke chapter 24. And it says that there was these two disciples walking on the road to Emmaus. Amen? Anybody read this scripture passage? If you go to Mass, you've heard it many times, right? Amen? And it said that there's these two brothers and they're kind of down, right? They're walking along the road. And what has just happened to these two guys, these two fellas? These were acquaintances and friends of Jesus, right? And uh, 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 I don't know how close they were to the crucifixion, to the passion of our Lord, but they were grieving, right? Anybody ever been grie grie grieved before? Somebody, I'm grieving uh, one of my clients, right? This lady, um, I counseled her for three years, um, was going through severe depression, and uh, the other day she passed away, and I was sort of involved in that. Uh, I got a call the day she passed away. I got a call from her daughter, and I was going to go see her, and then the next day I get a call that she's in the hospital. She's had several heart attacks, and man, you know, sometimes you get close. That, that's another thing that it, it's difficult to be a therapist. You get close to these people, and then uh, I've lost eight clients at the agency I work at, which is called Sharp, right? So these two men, I relate to them. They're walking along the road. They were kicking rocks, right? They were like, man. And then all of a sudden, Jesus walks alongside of them. Amen? How many of you guys know that Jesus is always with us? Even at times where it seems, you know, that, that, that he's not there and we're going through trials and we're like, man, God, where are you? Well, this is a perfect example that he's there and that his counsel never leaves us. Because the Bible tells us, 
It says, Jesus came up, came up and walked by their side, but their eyes were prevented from recognizing him. He said to them, what are you, what are all those things that you are discussing as you walk along? They stopped and their faces were downcast. One of them, Cleopas, answered him, are you the only one staying in Jerusalem who doesn't know the things that have been happening there the last few days? And he asked, what things? Now, the interesting thing is Jesus knew what was going on, right? Amen? When you talk about the passion, he was the uh, 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 center of the passion. Amen? He was the one that went on trial and was crucified. And yet, these dudes are walking along. They're down. They're, 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 they're trying to comfort each other. And Jesus is there. And he asked them, amen, what happened? So they can... They can let out their grief so they can talk about what they're going through, right? And sometimes when somebody's suffering, right, they don't need uh, necessarily a whole bunch to, for you to flood them with Bible scriptures. Sometimes they just need an ear. Amen? Amen? They just need somebody to listen. Now, um, I want to share like kind of a little story since I only have five minutes. So many years ago, uh, I was a class clown. Anybody, any class clowns here? Sam? Oh, Danny? Okay. I was a class clown. Now, I don't know where I got this idea that it was a good idea to make the teacher mad, right? So I'd be sitting in class, you know, I learned about making fart noises with my leg, right? With my armpit, right? I, I, I learned about spitballs and, you know, how you make that. Uh, just, I did it all, right? It was, it was fun. It was funny. What people didn't see was the other part, right? You're there, your friends. You know, you're making your friends laugh, but then when you're in the, uh, in the principal's office, right, there's some adult standing over you like, are, are you dumb? Do you have mental issues, right? That part sucked. But to me, it was worth it because then I was a hero, right? Among my friends and at lunchtime and at recess, right, they would tell the stories of things I did. I felt like a superstar, but then, you know, when I was getting yelled at, it didn't feel good, right? Um... My mom went to school many, many times, right? I remember I used to try to convince her that those Fs were fantastico. Ama es fantastico. Mira, esa F, ama, créeme. No, Pepito, mentiroso, right? And man, me and my mom had so many arguments in her van, right? I learned not to ride shotgun. I don't know if you know why, right? Right? And, uh, you know, I started getting into problems and situations and, you know, all kinds of stuff. Now, one of the things I learned is that uh, uh, Latina moms sometimes aren't the best listeners, right? No offense to Latina moms, right? Te me callas, el maestro dijo, y tú te me callas, y, y, right? So one of the things I did, I shut down. And I began to not tell my parents very many things about my life. Pepito, comiste? Pepito, tienes novia? Never told her nothing, right? And here's what, where the problem is. Who do you take advice from? Your amigos, your camaradas, your little homies. They, they start to fill you in on sex, on what you need to do in life, right? How you need to have fun, right? And usually it's older guys. You think they know stuff, but they really don't, right? Amen? They're just as lost as you because they don't know God. And they steer you down the wrong path and you start to try things and smoke things and drink things and go to this party and that party and try sex. And then you get lost, right? But the key thing that happened is you stopped listening to God. 
You stopped listening to the church. You became a rebel, right? And it happened to me, and I got into all kinds of problems, and I lived with the girl, and we had a child, right? That child's 27 now, but in those days, right, she was little. She didn't know mom and dad were going at it and arguing, right? And so when my girlfriend left, I started seeking God. And I started hanging around with a lot of my parents' friends, right? They started to give me counsel and advice, and I started to meet Jesus through these people. Amen? And eventually, as I did, I remember when I was lost, my parents would invite me to Camp Gonzalez. They used to go visit a juvenile hall. My parents were in the church. And I was like, man, what am I going to go do in there, right? We're just going to share war stories, right? How to smoke, how to, like, like, I'm not going there. But then I met Jesus, and I went in, and then I would notice my parents and the adults would have a group. At first, I joined, and one day I had my own group, and I had pretty soon I had the biggest group. And here were all these gangsters from like Harpies and Florencia and all these different gangs in L.A., you know, that I uh, uh, kind of knew about since I lived in Venice. You know, we had, I also saw some of them and some of the uh, rivals there. But the point is, that's where God started to mold me, right? All right, got it. God, God started to mold me as a counselor, right? To learn how to listen. Let me tell you just one quick story, and then I want to get into some prayer. There was like, the, usually in, in juvenile hall, there was like, there's usually like three guys from one gang. This one gang, it's kind of in the area. They're, they're called the Harpies, and they had like eight guys in there. And they began to tell me about their neighborhood, how they were the hardest gang and how they were deep. And, and I, I remember I was getting mad. I was like, oh, I don't want to hear this stuff. And I was like, but, but Jesus, but Jesus, I kept trying. And then they kept telling me about their hood and I was trying to stop them. And then they would all like outnumber me and talk about their hood. And the Lord told me, just listen to them. Listen to them. Right. Amen. Just listen to them. And as I began to listen, right, I saw they started to settle down and sink in. And, and next thing you know, after they were done, I started sharing about, you know, my faith, my experience with Christ. And I learned a valuable lesson, right? I came with an agenda. I'm going to evangelize these dudes. But, you know, it's true even in the therapy world. You have a client next to you. And they're sitting there, and if you jump in and you try to intervene, sometimes you just got to spend time with people. Sometimes you just got to listen to them. Sometimes you just got to show them the love of God before they're going to open up to you, before they're going to share their problems, their situations. In other words, what I'm telling you is we all have to be good counselors. Because let me tell you what, people out there, man, they're hurting, they're injured, right? You think, think about this young man that did this thing in Texas. I don't know him. I don't know him from you, right? But I do know one thing, or I'm going to guess that he was hurting. And I wonder how many Catholics were surrounding him and, and, and were around him in the vicinity that maybe uh, said, you know what, that, that kid is quiet, you know, or he seems like a good kid, right? And nobody shared the word of God with them, and nobody sat there maybe and listened to him. And we all know what happened, right? And there's so many people like him that just need another Catholic filled with the love of God to be a wonderful counselor, right? To set, set aside their agenda and to be like, hey, man, what's going on in your life? What are you going through? You need some prayer, right? Amen? 
And I'm happy to report that this ministry is filled with a lot of people, right? Jesse. Here I see Deacon Agustin, right? Roca Fuerte. And some of you guys. Amen. Let's, let's stand up right now. Thank you for listening. Please visit SoWareLA.com for more information. Don't forget to download the Esne app or go to JesusTheSower.com to listen to Esne the Sower, the Sower Ministry, moving with confidence.